0: LOL. Listen out loud, that is.
1: It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S., Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, Back to School Edition, episode number 233. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, games, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S.,
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: And I am excited as
3: hell over that pre <laughs>
2: <laughs> We kind of figured you would be.
3: Oh, dear God, I I purposely muted not only my microphone, but Skype, just in case.
2: Oh, yeah, you were blowing up our personal Skype chat. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah, I, I I was singing extremely loud, and my voice now hurts. At whose at who's
1: fault is that? Yours. How is it? Entirely. Not this time. No, it's yours. You pick the music. Yeah, well, my darling daughter in the chat room, Panda Punch, was demanding Rescue Rangers. What can I say? I know I kind of raised my kids pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, we are live week of September fifteenth, two thousand fifteen. Here on the VOG Network, we're here live Tuesdays at ten p.m. EST. And I know it's kind of a little bit closer to 1020, but this was a special edition for our pre-show, because it's September, back to school, and I don't know about y'all, but I really didn't like going back to school, but I didn't like- Me neither. See? Even Ari nope. agrees with me. Nobody did. But what was awesome about September was new cartoons coming on early in the morning, and when you got out of school, and it was the only time you could get us kids up before 7 a.m. on the, on the weekends for the new cartoons. Oh, hell no, I didn't get up that early. That's what uh,
3: VCRs were for.
1: See, I was poor. And I didn't have a VCR. So. Oh, hell Actually, no. Actually, took the I had time and
2: energy to program your VCR to record it when you were asleep.
3: Oh, hell yeah, because even if I wasn't asleep, there were too many shows that were good that were on at the same time, so I just recorded
1: one entire station. And Hashtag Saturday
2: morning problems.
1: Uh, yep. See, I kind of figured stuff out pretty, pretty quick, so. I knew I could watch one cartoon for about, for X amount of time before he started the repeats, and I could just flip to the other station. I figured that out pretty quick, so. Hmm. Oh, uh, we're checking out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com, and everyone is pretty much pretty happy about, um, about the pre-show. Uh, Shinji Akari uh, says, I was up for Star Blazers and Battle of the Planets, damn
2: it. Dude, I feel you Dot number 37 of Science Ninja Team Gachamon. Yep.
1: Dude, I remember getting up at 6 a.m. for Voltron, man. Come on. Tell me you feel me on that. (laughs) And Bob Coffee asks, can we get some post-show no-brand girls? Dude, that was... Those are episodes (laughs) long ago, dude. Uh, That was pre-shows weeks ago. Maybe next week we might have something, because, you know. Anywho. Nope, next week's pre-show is done. Oh, shit. Right. Fuck. Yeah.
2: Ugh. I'm kind of left in the dark on this one.
1: I-, I think it might be for the best that you were, good sir. Because uh, Mako-chan is running the pre-show next week. No, my
3: pre-show next week is fucking awesome. Because we're all going to be, you know, extremely overfed from this weekend, so my pre-show for next week is all food-related. Uh
2: are you going to play Weird Al's Eat It? That's what I was No, thinking.
3: it's all Japanese anime food-related. Oh. Uh, Every single song is from an anime or similar and has something to do with food either in the title, in the show, or the album name.
2: Yekatera uh, <clears laughs> Japan soundtrack, calling it. Uh
1: uh-huh. hmm Oh, man, we're still talking stuff and about, um, excuse me, something went down the wrong pipe. That's what she said. Hey, (laughs) yo. Someone had to say it. Uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, Panda Punch mentions the littles. Yeah, I actually have that sound, the, the opening scene to that. That was on the list. Snorks was on the list. I had so much stuff there, I had to cut it down. A special thanks to Sayin Yata from Kinmoku Revolution, who recommended Muppet Babies. And I was like, Mako-chan will flip her shit over that.
3: You just need to get rid of whatever you had for the break music and play
1: more of the shit. Well, I, I, it's break music is themed. Some, you're going to like some of it you're going to hang me for a couple of songs but the final track for the break music Mako Cho will give me her eternal forgiveness oh dear god <laughs> trust me on that and there is one track that's, that's playing that I found and there's an extended version of it <laughs> I can't believe it and for the record I do not have the dub opening to Escofone even I'm not that torturous I, I have it of course you will, because you, you, you go to the extra level that I won't. No, I
3: just really, really like the show.
2: Even well, if there's that's... that, too.
1: <sighs> I, I suppose so. I suppose so. When you were a fan,
3: you collect things, even if they're not good. Oh but we should probably get on with it because it's already 10.30 and we haven't even started the show.
1: I know, I know, I know. Uh, check out our chat room, live.vognetwork.com. If you can't get into that, animejamsession.com slash vognetwork. Uh, this IRC link, you click on it, your default chat client will bring you right into the chat. Now, anywho, let's go ahead and kick things off with Ari with how was your week and how was your day?
2: Uh, most of it was work-related work again. hmm I got my, uh, all my... My uh, days off squared away and uh, switched up for this weekend, which is going to be the company retreat, if you will. Yep. Looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to, you know, actually being able to get to the beach this quote unquote summer. hmm. Something I wasn't able to do, like Ocean City or it- its ilk down south. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, let's see, what else? Uh, the Taking King came out, the new Destiny expansion. It's quite a bit overwhelming and I'm trying to you know, get myself situated and trying to uh, get my new subclass uh, subclass going. Sorry, I, I tried to fix my shirt and almost ripped my headset off. Careful. But, uh... For those of you who don't play Destiny, what is wrong with you? You should play it. <laughs> and... Last like last night, you know what those T shirt a day places? You know the yeah, websites uh-huh. online? Yeah. They had one that was Ash from Pokemon dressed up like Ash from Evil Dead. Yes,
1: I remember putting that on your wall.
2: And I'm like Yeah, oh. and
1: I posted it earlier too.
2: <laughs> and I'm looking at it like oh god damn it, I don't all my money's tied up in the weekend, I can't afford it!
1: Fuck. You know, if you, you know it'll end up on Redbubble anyway. So,
2: I don't think I've used Redbubble for anything.
1: A lot of the one-time shot um, T-shirt places, a lot of those artists put their stuff over on um, over Red on um, on Redbubble. It's a few dollars more. Yeah, they either more, put it but. on
3: Redbubble or they have their own site.
2: Yep.
1: Huh?
2: Didn't think about that.
3: Yeah, like, I have the uh, Sailor Moon version of the Attack on Titan thing, uh,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and that was on a you know, on a Shirt of the Day thing, but mm-hmm. the guy that did it has it on his own website.
2: Well, if I'd known about this, I wouldn't have made a impassioned plea to see if anyone would spot me the money for it. I kind of look stupid like that.
1: Uh, I wouldn't say that, though. Yeah.
2: and I, I honestly didn't think anyone would help me out but oh well i'll just find it later Oof. so yeah that's how shit was going for me
1: yeah because of that yeah because pop-up t had like this awesome venus shirt and i can't find it on any other site so i was like eh oh well you win some you lose some mm-hmm. cool. all right i'll move right along mako chan how was your week how was your day uh, work, 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 and work.
3: Ugh. Um, I have been getting ready for this weekend's extravaganza, so I am currently infusing vodka with M and M's.
2: I'm t- picturing the M and M's from the commercials trying to say the like the catchphrase "M and M's" and they're just like stumbling around drunk like
3: yeah so I used extremely cheap vodka <laughs> um, which I then brought home and filtered twice which is basically one of the reasons why it's so cheap so that smoothed it out by itself and then I added a pound and a half of M&M's to a handle of vodka and when you open it you no longer smell vodka, you just smell chocolate.
2: Mm. It's gonna be disarmingly powerful, isn't it? Um probably. probably. I
3: haven't tasted it yet. I will taste it tomorrow after I filter
2: it. Like, oh, wow, um. this actually tastes really good and sweet. Like and you're like drinking it like it's water and the next thing you know you're staggering and trying to take a bite off someone else's seat because you think they're a giant M and M.
3: Yeah, but I don't know exactly what I will want to mix it with for this weekend. I can't see mixing it with my normal stuff. So I may have to get some milk and make some white Russians.
2: Honestly, I think the, ch- the M&M vodka will be going on its own.
3: Probably. Probably. <laughs> What? Yes, Ichigogami has been watching my developments on Facebook because I've been posting the shit out of this thing. It started out that the candy shell just melted, so the entire bottle was this gray color. And then you find out that, because I use gray m then I find out that the gray color doesn't fully dissolve in alcohol, so now there's a layer of gray at the bottom, with chocolate, and then the vodka is now this murky green color because it absorbs the color from the chocolate, and it looks like, poop. Oh. like I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like. Poop. <laughs> but I will filter it again tomorrow just to take the chunks of chocolate out and to get as much of the uh, settlement off and we'll see how it is tomorrow. But yeah, that's
1: it. Well, my weekend day has been the same old with work training more training and more training. But this time, we've been out at local uh, stores and getting training in those stores so we get familiar with our own. And come Thursday, we take possession of our store, which means we get to go in, stock the shelves, set it up, and do more in-store training so we get familiar with our house. You Uh, refer
2: to it as your house?
1: Yeah, our house. Yeah.
2: You you don't do that crazy you know, high school football shit where you go, this is our house, you know.
1: Yes, we do. All, our, all of the stores do that. Look, That's a big thing in chain retail stores, yes, it though. Yes, I is. Mm-hmm. <coughs> our, our market, I know they do it in Walmart. Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And says, I was in Best Buy. My old Best Buy, we did that, too. But, you know, we have, like, our own chant, our own move, our own swagger, you know. It's just motivation to get work together and all that cool stuff, so... So, I'm really hyped about that. Um, Let's see. The downside is I'll miss uh, my Thursday uh, tech class, but I think it's well worth it. Because, honestly, I'd rather work an evening shift helping to set up the store as opposed to being in the office doing more training. Mm. Which is why the show is on at 10 p.m. Uh, Just so you know, uh, we're Tuesdays at 10 p.m. until November 17th. I have Tuesdays and Thursday classes, so that's what it is. And and our format layout of the show will be slightly different, and after that, we may stick with that or go back to the original format. We will see. But after that, it'll be back to the normal uh, 9.30 uh, rundown time. And that pretty much is the gist of what's been going on. Uh, Normally, at this point, we would actually take a break, but we're going... Right into the swing of things, and what is that here in the background?
2: Sorry, thing went went crazy on me and froze up.
1: Gotcha. It's all good. I know that feeling all too well. well, I might as well go ahead and take the first story because this—I think this kind of hits closer to home to me than anybody else on the show. Probably. Definitely. Maybe. Well, y'all have seen my collection, mm-hmm. yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, I have a massive uh, coffee cup collection because they last longer than shirts. So, there is a site uh, on Etsy called Eternal Rival Designs. Uh, the person that runs that makes anime Starbucks coffee themed coffee mugs, and these are frigging awesome. Alright. Can someone uh, post the link in the chat room, please?
2: Sure thing. Thank you. It might have been floating around Facebook as it was.
1: And it seems that this person also does custom designs, which I may have to put a request in for a couple. So, on the site, they have um, Saiyan Coffee with Vegeta and um, Goku. Actually, Super Saiyan Coffee. You got Kill the Kill Coffee with Ryuko and Satsuki. Straw hat coffee. I don't know why. With Luffy from One Piece and Zoro. Bash's uh, stampede coffee. I would have called that Trigun coffee right off the bat.
2: Love and I peace wanna, coffee.
1: I, I want to dunk
3: donuts into it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I should. I should actually get this mug for my brother-in-law and <laughs> get a picture of him dressed as Bash doing that. Oh man. I do, I want to dunk donuts into it I still owe him um, cosplay Um, What's Vash's um, Companion? Nicholas Wolfwood Wolfwood. I still owe him Wolfwood cosplay Eventually it'll happen You got Sailor Moon Coffee, Yami Yugi Coffee Jinoki Coffee For for Jintama Naruto Coffee I would have named it um, Leaf Village Coffee But, you know
2: Village Hidden by Coffee
1: (laughs) I like that Uchia coffee. Bebop coffee, okay. Uh, Survey Corps coffee. Yeah, yeah, if you're in the Survey Corps, you're downing more than just a cup of coffee every day. They, these are pretty cool. It'll be, I will have to definitely get a hold of a couple of these before they pull them. And I can see someone doing a variant on the Dunkin' Donuts uh, logo.
2: But I do I, like. I do if like there the was food. one with the Dunkin' Donuts look, I'd easily snatch it up.
1: Oh, I definitely like this Jotaro Kujo one, but they are actually shirts. I mean, you got the Danganronpa uh, parody shirt and Dungeons and Dragons for one, you know. Oh, god damn it. What? In our chat room at live.votnetwork.com, strandy 1488 says, oh, Boko Pico coffee. <laughs> god fucking
2: damn it. It's just being Eracorn on the mug
1: no there would be an ear of corn you'd be feeling it somewhere else as you drank out of the mug <laughs> like
2: as you put a coffee and it automatically queues up gentlemen I'm
1: behold
2: done. corn
1: and I think it's a new record we're not even like what 20 minutes into the, ch- into the show and Mako-chan is done I broke her in under 20 minutes Well, with everything going into the asses of certain characters,
3: and then you're drinking coffee, all of that shit's coming out eventually. With the corn. Well, corn doesn't digest anyway, so it would still come out. (laughs) It don't digest no matter which way you put it in.
1: And as Did you go, he says, "Coffee is a laxative." Yes, it is. And depending on what time of the day you drink it, it definitely is a laxative. Plus, if you drink enough, it might help you lose some weight.
3: <laughs> no, that's the caffeine, not oh,
1: the laxative. That too.
3: I'm surrounded by kitties.
1: Mahuman. Yes. All right, next story, please. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, are you You know you want to. You damn well know you want to.
2: Oh, yeah. The day has finally come when we can catch Pokemon in the real world. Well, not literally catch them, but with the use of augmented reality, we can experience part of it using our smartphone. The idea is to go out, get some fresh air, and catch some Pokemon. The Pokemon company announced via a live stream event that it's working with Nintendo, Game Freak, and a software development company... Niantic to create the Pokemon Go smartphone app. The app will be available in 2016 for Android phones and iPhones. The year 2006 will also be the 20th anniversary of the original Pokemon games. And the franchise as a whole, really. There is also a watch-like peripheral mostly worked on by Nintendo for the game called Pokemon Go Plus that allows you to do basic things like throw a Pokeball and stuff. It pairs with your phone and has a Rumble fl- and Flash feature when you come across or interact with a Pokemon in the real world. The idea is that you can enjoy the world around you instead of focusing on just your phone. It said that the, that the app won't be standalone and that it could also connect to other Pokemon games. Well, Nintendo- It's not quite the Pokemon... You know, MMO that everyone wants. Yeah. You know, like you would see on. Hey, like
3: this a... shit is close enough for me. Yes, exactly. And I am what? super excited over this. And oh,
2: the whole world is.
3: And like the a... jokes are hilarious. The joke comics that are out.
2: Oh yeah, like barging into the Oval Office. Excuse me, son. What are you doing in here, dude? Shut! I ju- my, my pocket. Like Mongo just said, there's a shiny halucha in here. What the hell are you waiting for? Go get it. <laughs>
3: and yeah, the one with I, Pope I like Francis. The one with the teacher. The teacher, uh, the student, gets up. She's like, where are you
1: going? There's an EV outside. She's like, go get it! And don't forget, there's the Pope Francis one. Mm-hmm.
2: We have to battle the Pope. Yes. <laughs> it's Francis It's like pope. Assassin's Creed 2 for kids.
1: <laughs> you mean you Francis Pope.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, picking a fight with a Pope, like in Assassin Cre- Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. 2. Anyhow. Um, uh,
1: and then there's the one where you're getting uh, jumped by Team Rocket.
3: Yeah, that one was funny. Yes, it
2: was. Obviously, the best part of the trailer that they showed was the last, you know, section of it where, like, everyone's in Times Square and, like, you know, shit starts shorting out and it's like, here's Mewtwo, go catch him.
3: I did not see see that one. Something like that would be freaking awesome. Except that that is going to be expensive to travel for those special ones. Oh.
2: Unless you that. can,
3: unless you can time in, you know, online or something too.
2: Probably that—that's what I'm thinking it's going to be. You know, the legendaries are going to be the, the equivalent of epic boss raids or something like that. Because, granted, you know, mute a uh, like video game Mewtwo, too uh, or just Mewtwo in general is strong enough to house your entire team, especially if we're going by G1 uh, standards. Mm-hmm. Granted, there are ways around them, but. In the games or the anime, but you don't fuck with Mewtwo. Of course, I'm already gonna. I'm already thinking about how the the gyms will interact if they do the whole gym like gym battle thing, winning badges and stuff like that.
3: Well, I don't see why they wouldn't. If they're gonna be doing um, Pokemon trainer battles, mm-hmm. I don't see why they wouldn't have certain trainers that have done well enough become gym leaders obviously you know with something like say Jersey you'd probably have gym leaders in the counties instead of just one for the state I, well, well
1: it is being done by people who do- go around
2: the, the uh, North Jersey shore they'd all be poison and water types
1: <laughs> 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 hmm. but you know it, it is done by people who do ingress and I've played that and it's pretty cool it wouldn't be too surprising if it's like the train like the, for the like to get like the badges it's a, a, some like of automated battle or something like that. I don't really see them allowing you unless you set up a special mode like versus mode like what you know when you play the normal game to battle other uh, trainers, you know.
3: I don't think it would be something along the lines of, oh, you just passed somebody, you have to battle them. Mm-hmm. But it's it shows in the trailer itself that you can have battles. Yeah. And that people, you know, can surprise you with battles.
2: Besides, you've seen how the games work. You know, you know flesh gates will, like, you know, a lot, of st- a lot of areas are designed with flesh gates where you pretty much, it's impossible for you to cross a certain area without... Area without quote-unquote, locking eyes with a trainer.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, you can turn that feature on and off. That way, you know, if you're at work, you don't have random battles and your Pokemon dying on you.
1: Well, you know, if it's like the actual Ingress app, you can shut it off. So it'll probably go in, like, a suspend mode or something like that. And, you know, you'll probably get random um notifications, like, you need to do this or you need to do that or something like that. Mm-hmm.
2: But who cares? We're getting a Pokemon MMO, kind of.
3: Yeah, I'm really, really, really excited about this one.
2: Oh, God, watching, every- watching everyone, you know, gang up on Mewtwo and still have trouble taking them down. Oh, God, that gave me chills.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh... Moving on, um... Now this part of the show I'm kind of hyped for because uh, it's Love Live. So get hype. Yep.
3: Yeah, I
1: when I was looking
3: for the news for the uh, for tonight, there was a lot of Love Live shit.
1: Because and yeah, I don't. I, I'm guessing it was because of the movie premiere. Yeah, U.S. premiere was Saturday, and our theaters still pl- have extended the the showing to like Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. So.
3: Our first one is about the spin off, Love Live Sunshine. Yeah. Um, it seems that the first couple of uh, singles for Aquas is coming out. Uh, so there's one called Step Zero to One and Aquwars Heroes. Uh, both of them will be out fully October 7th. Um, and obviously they'll have, you know, introductory messages from the members and things like that. Um, so yeah, there's just small clips out right mm-hmm. now with the music, but it actually sounds pretty good Okay. if you're into the whole idol thing.
1: Well, we can. All right, let's go ahead and see what it says in the chat before I pull that video up um, referring back to our last article uh, Sarah Ackerman says no one fucks with Mewtwo, overpowered motherfucker uh, Sarah Ackerman also says fucking Joey with that stupid Rattata and Ari's like fuck Joey and Bob Coffey says the US premiere was actually Friday in LA despite the movie taking place in New York for part of it and bro par- the New York scenes were pretty much was on par with the actual locations and Actef says he wants a halucha. I don't blame you. Let's see if we can pull this up real quick. You can get this to
0: okay.
1: I like it. It's, it. I like it so far. And despite that, believe it or not, the new group is getting so much shit from the fans. You were giving it shit in the beginning. <laughs> Don't even start. Not not this type of shit.
3: You were giving it shit. When, I fir- when we first uh, mentioned this on the show, you gave
1: it shit. I was being critical. I wasn't giving it shit. You gave it shit No I wasn't demanding That they cancel it I wasn't saying That they were horrible And I was It's not Muse That's all I kept saying No you said it was Yeah We should probably Go back and see That episode Yeah What episode was that? I don't know Uh, It's been a while I'll check the outlines I'll refer back to it And find out that's pretty good, you know. I, I kind of like that. It's what it's it the same sound. Mm-hmm. It's the
3: same animation. Basically, it's different characters. They're you know the the basis of this is that they saw Muse and they were inspired by Muse instead of being inspired by you know somebody else.
1: And I believe mm-hmm. like one of the members of Awkwafina is the younger is is like younger siblings from from Muse. I believe I. I have to double check. D- no, this no? C-
3: this takes place at a completely different okay. school. Okay,
1: see that I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah,
3: okay. I, I I know one of them is completely obsessed with Muse. Mhm. But my guess is once this uh, once this anime has its first season, I will assume that there will be a movie that they go to some sort of competition, mm-hmm. and Muse is either the judge or you know. They're not competing, but they're they're presenting kind of thing. Yeah,
1: and as um, Bob Coffey says in com, Awkward's got some big shoes to fill. Big shoes. It's not Muse, but I'll give them a chance. And you know what? So will I. So will I. It's going to be... I get
2: into it, so I'm kind of yeah. like just sitting here when you, hearing you guys talking about it.
3: The whole thing is, you know, I, it's cutesy. It's cutey It's adorable. You will have characters that you love, you will have characters that you hate. That's just what these types of anime are.
1: Mhm. Uh-huh.
3: It's like I never really could get into the full aspect of the anime. I like certain characters, I dislike certain characters, the music's kind of <laughs> eh, but I'm not, you know, I'm not into the idol type of thing. Which character? But it's you, cute. Which character don't you like? I hate Nico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I I'm not of, a fan of Ren. Ren is. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. Rin is the one that everybody's supposed to like. Let's not get started on that bitch. Because <laughs> you know I'm salty about something. You, mm, you yeah, know, I know that.
3: You're salty about the next one. No, the one after this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um. And due to the popularity of Love Live, it's ranked fifth among Shochiko's films since 2000 with 2.53 billion yen, which is about 20, a little bit over 21 million dollars. Japanese film released by the production and distribution company Shochu. Let's see, it's like their fifth uh, highest ranking film. Uh, You have. Uh, the Zatochichi movie from 2003, Yatterman, Love and Honor, and Departures. 2.58, 2.85 billion yen, 3.14, 4.11, and 6.6 billion yen respectively. Not bad. And actually it surpassed the K-On! movie, which I could kind of understand, because K-On! kind of fell into that uh, that stereotype per se, and I mean, Love Life kind of did too, but it went on its own path, so. So I think that's pretty good. I actually pondered going back to see the movie tomorrow again, but. Uh,
3: just I don't know. It's, it's not something that I would pay to go see, but I do want to see it.
1: Mhm. And as Bob Coffey says, Rin is fucking adorable in the movie. Yes, but Maki is snarky as fuck in the movie too. <laughs> and he's telling me to get the Shikishi boards. I have one already. I'm not I don't want to spend more money to get another one. And she is extra snarky in this film. You know what? I think tonight I might actually um uh, marathon watched uh both seasons starting tonight. I have time. It's not like I gotta be uh work at tomorrow, so. Anywho. And moving along. Um, I will take this, and we can just keep going because I'm I'm still pissed about this. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Yes. Uh, Sega has a puzzle game called Puyo Puyo. It's come over to the states as Robotnik's Bean Bean Machine for the Genesis. I love and, that game. And Kirby's Avalanche for Super Nintendo. And Sega, I believe, did bring it over as Puyo Pop. Um, for the for the DS or 3DS. One um, of those
2: games. Yeah. One of those uh, you know, I know it was a long time ago, but. Yeah.
1: And I'm not surprised um, this happened, because I believe Sega's also one of the financial backings for Love Live.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, of course, there's cross-promotion yeah. stuff.
1: Uh, Muse performer Rin Hoshizora is now the new face of Sega's Puyo Puyo games. I am extremely salty about that, because it should not be her. yeah Not for nothing, but yes. yeah, it should.
2: Let no. the sodium flow through you. Oh,
1: it's flowing all right. I mean, honestly, it should be nosing because she has the better Puyo Puyos, if you get, if you know what I mean. Uh, Yeah, no.
2: Also, does it bother Peter? anyone else with this green little Puyo looking directly up her skirt as she's sitting atop her? What? Which is
3: probably why she's trying to hold it down. So he can't see it.
1: Uh, I still can't believe it, but... Such is love, such is life.
3: Yeah, you knew your
1: waifu wouldn't get this. <laughs> yeah, I know. And to that I say, to all the Rin fans out there, your waifu is trash, bro.
2: Now, now, let's not stoop down to those their levels. Too late. Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> and Bob Coffey says, dude, that line's for the Nico fans. Well... Nico is also tra- what Nico's also trash too. So hey, <laughs> okay, moving
3: along, moving along. I love how you guys are so gaga over underage anime girls.
2: I you want to take the next
1: one, Mako? I wouldn't talk if I were you. Uh, what
3: I have? Yeah. Know, okay. The, mm-hmm. No. The the mm-hmm. term waifu and husbando. I. Don't use. Uh, unless not somebody else brings it up. Yes, I, you know, uh, when I was younger, I was attracted to certain characters. And you still If are. a 14-year-old Duo Maxwell came through my door, I would be disgusted at, you know, what people would say. So, no. Not happening. But in this world of a double standard, you could get away
1: with it, so. No. Just saying. Not happening. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I'll ask Bat-Duel later what you really did to him. Ugh, that's gross.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's gross. I'm not into plushy love. Sorry. Alright, so the official website for Love Live! School Idol Festival, the smartphone game, announced last Tuesday... Yes, last Mm -hmm. Tuesday, that the game had reached... 12 million users in Japan as of last Sunday. And
1: I need to reinstall that game on my phone.
2: Ran out of space for something else? No, I
1: had to reset my phone. Oh. To commemorate the milestone,
3: Bushiroad announced that users who log into the game will receive one Lovka Stone on their first login each day for seven days starting on September 16th. So that would be tomorrow. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, As of June 6th, the game had more than 10 million users in Japan and 15 million users worldwide. By July 13th, the game had more than 11 million users in Japan. Blah, 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 blah. Just saying that they released it in English. Inspired to television series, and an anime film, and a spin-off, and manga, and CDs, and books, and card games, and radio performances, live events. So, yeah.
2: All it's missing is an abridged series.
1: Mm, it, it'll it'll happen. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Th- already happened. Yeah, there's probably a fan... Let's su- see. There's probably a fan-subbed one. And uh, you know what I also find interesting? Some of the interests that Bushiroad owns... They own New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yep, guess what? What? It's (laughs) abridged. I have got to watch this tonight.
2: Uh, Of course it
1: is. You have to link, you have to share
3: the link for that. There is one that is Love Live abridged, one that is Love Live (laughs) abridged, and one that is Manly Idols.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And... (laughs) And these are all on YouTube, correct?
3: Uh, yeah. I just Perfect. linked the Google search that I did, and all three of them are the first
1: three. And nice. here for the chat, there you go. Thank you. I'll jump on my. I'm, I'll either watch it on my TV or on my tablet later.
2: <laughs> or maybe yeah. you'll make us all watch it this weekend.
1: Uh no. no, we got
2: something else planned.
3: Yeah, no, I am not doing a bridge series this weekend.
2: Mm-mm. Suit yourself. Mind if I take the next one? Go for it, dude. Uh, Legendary Movies King Kong prequel to Warner for Godzilla crossover. Uh, The entertainment news website Deadline reported on Thursday that Legendary Pictures is moving the production of its Kong Skull Island prequel movie from Universal Studios to Warner Brothers. According to Deadline... The movie is being made to unite the property with Legendary's Godzilla franchise to eventually create a possible crossover movie featuring both Godzilla and King Kong.
1: It'll be better than the last one.
2: Oh, yeah. Kong Skull Island has so far cast Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston, and Corey Hawkins. Jordan Vogt-Roberts from The Kings of Summer will direct the film with a script by John (coughs) Gatniss, who wrote Real Steel and Need for Speed, Max Borenstein, from the 2014 Godzilla, and Derek Connolly, from Jurassic World. Alex Garcia and Aaron McLeod are serving as executive producers. The crew aims to start production of the film by late 2015 or early 2016, and is aiming for a March 10, 2017 opening. Legendary licensed the Godzilla film rights and produced Gareth Edwards' 2014 Godzilla film. Which opened in the United States in May of 2014 and earned over half a billion worldwide. Edwards and Legendary Pictures are planning a Godzilla sequel. And yeah, just like you said, DJ, there's a there was a King Kong vs. Godzilla movie in 1962. hmm It was the third Godzilla film. <clears throat> it was released in the states in 1963, and while well, the graphics were definitely a product of their time. True. True. So, massive CGI Godzilla versus a. Uh, that's just that, like, King Kong's only like 20, 25 feet tall, isn't he? Maybe. One, um... I'm trying to think, because you. Because imagine. Remember the uh, last King Kong movie they made with uh, Jack Black in it, and they managed to get King Kong on a stage somewhere. Like in a like in a movie theater in New York City. Well, yeah.
3: Uh, King Kong is twenty five feet tall when he's standing on his hind legs.
2: So either they're going to irradiate the fuck out of King Kong and make him, you know, Godzilla sized or well, they are probably gonna have start scratch with a new King Kong. The for new
3: King years. Kong was twenty five feet. The original King Kong is fifty feet. So if they make the new King Kong not fully an adult, and then age him to an adult for the Godzilla vs. King Kong movie, it would be, you know, 50 foot then. Or at least closer to Godzilla size. But, yeah, Godzilla is said to be 350 feet. <laughs> Yikes. Although the original Godzilla was only 164 feet.
2: Yeah, Godzilla's got a bit of a size advantage.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, just a bit.
2: Unless unless Godzilla plans on fighting like a luchador.
1: Oy! Oh my god, I just
2: pictured Gut like King Kong in a lucha libre outfit.
1: Moving right along. <laughs>
2: yeah, that one took a turn, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Here's something interesting. You know, I'm not surprised by this. But I should be, but I'm not. Uh, Evangelion theme writer makes over 100 million yen in royalties. And yet she hasn't seen the anime. (laughs) Wow. No. That's, in a way, that's so different from there are various people, various actors who do voice work. They just go in, do the voice work, and leave. And they're like, I've never watched it. I don't know. A lot of them just can't stand listening to themselves. That, too.
2: They have a, holy shit, do I really sound like that kind of moment? How
1: Mm -hmm. do you think I feel when I'm editing the podcast?
2: Oh, I can't listen to myself either. I know like, sound like Ray Romano after a handful of Quaaludes.
1: More like John Candy. But anywho, I was kidding.
2: Anyway, where were
1: we? On September 10th, songwriter Nekka Oikawa appeared on the show uh, Out Cross Deluxe or Out Deluxe to talk about the song that she wrote Zankoku, not Tenshina Thesis better known as Cruel Angel's Thesis which is the opening to Neon Genesis Evangelion and it's some, the most popular anime song in karaoke It's to the point where people are tired of hearing it I kind of understand people who run karaoke rooms at conventions yeah, I was one of those So far, she receives about over 100 million yen, which is about $828,000 every year for that song and royalties. (sighs) She says that she's made about one yen each time the song was sung karaoke and pachinko royalties were a lot more lucrative. And she currently only has about 100,000 yen in the bank, but her ex-husband bought a cave for about 300 million yen, which is 2.5 million. Wow.
2: I guess we got money. An like to... actual hole in the ground cave. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: We... Yes. Right, I've heard of artists being reclusive, but this is a little ridiculous. No, her
3: ex. Yeah. Husband. No. Her ex-husband yes.
1: took her money and bought a cave in yep. Turkey. Yes.
2: What a dick. Mm-hmm.
1: And Oikawa has said that she has she still hasn't seen the anime yet. It's a finished job, so I'm not really interested, she says. When she wrote the song, the anime hadn't been finished, and she only had the proposal for the first two or three minutes to go by. It wasn't even colored. I wrote the song, and my job was done. I wrote it in about two hours. Wow. That's genius at its finest. Mm. And as Bob Coffee has said in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, he's heard the song live. And now we got that out the way. So, we're going to do things slightly different. We're going to take our break. And when we get back, we're going to open up the Skype line. We're going to discuss uh, the open forum topic. And we're also going to do strange news from Japan and wrap shit up. So, does it sound good for everyone? Works
2: for yeah. me.
0: After these messages, we'll be right back.
1: Wasn't so bad now, was it?
2: Eh, hit or miss. <laughs> yes. So, Damn ma-
3: you and my obsession with twelve uh, with 14 year old boys. Mm-hmm.
2: That could be taken so far.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I got my automatic free pass on that shit. That's just mean.
3: <laughs> Granted, I became obsessed with 14 year old boys
1: when I was. Mako? 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 Choose your words carefully right now, okay? Just remember to choose your words carefully.
3: I am choosing my words carefully that I became obsessed with 14-year-old boys when I was 16 or 17 and was able to. Not that I am 32 becoming obsessed with 14-year-old girls. Mm.
1: But still. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, alright. Let's go ahead and open up Skype line. Skype line is now open, so if you have any questions about tonight's uh, show, or anything that we've discussed, Skype us at Anime Jam Session. All calls are, cut, are limited to two minutes due to time constraints. And while that's up and running, we're gonna go ahead and bring up the open forum topic. And somebody just messaged me on some outlandish shit. I can get back to that in a little bit. Later. All right. This week's open forum topic is where we ask everyone, the listeners, a question about the topic in the anime cosplay fandom. If you don't want to use your real name, please put a different name before you post your answer. And we ask you to keep it civil because we don't need any fighting on our wall. This week's open forum topic is Pokemon. With the announcement of Pokemon Go for mobile phones. People will be searching all over to collect them all. So here's the deal. For your quest, who is your starter Pokemon? I'm just saying, whatever basic Pokemon you want to start off with, no evolved Pokemon, your starter Pokemon. And we got some pretty good answers here. Uh, From Sarah Ackerman. Uh, She played Silver and picked uh, Cyndaquil in yellow. She picked Pikachu. Because you had to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But, alright. Ruby was Mudkip. Pa- Para was Piplup. Um, White was Taypig. Black 2 was Snivy. Leaf Green was Bulbasaur. Heart Gold was Chikorita. Why was Chespin, And her friend gave her uh, a Fennekin. But the question is, who will be your starter Pokemon for this for this one?
2: Your personal starter.
1: Yes. Uh, from Nemesis47, he picked... Um, He said Charmander, Fennekin, or Pikachu. Pick one, my friend. But you know what? You can choose between Charmander and Pikachu because Fennekin is mine. Nope. Too late. I'm the host, so I called it. Nope. Oh, too bad for you. Nope. Don't get on that nope shit, alright? Nope, 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 nope. Slap. Nope. Alright. Mark says uh, Mudkip, because reasons.
2: Ugh.
1: Act Def says...
2: That he... is by far my, the, the hit starter I hate the most. Just because <laughs> of that fucking meme. Kip.
1: Mudkip! <laughs> 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 I heard you like mudkips. That's <laughs>
2: why I hate it, because of that fucking meme.
1: Act Def says he would go with a Charmander or a Fennekin. If it's not legendary, Halucha or Vulpix. I think we're all on Team Fennekin here because Fennekin is awesome.
3: Yeah.
2: I went with Frokel for X and Y. Mm-hmm.
3: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on Vognetwork.com, use the passphrase, Brown.
1: Uh, t- 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 uh, Serenity 428 picked uh, Pikachu. Fair enough. Everybody picks P- uh, Dr. Chew. Um, like I said, my pick would be Fennekin, because when I started playing, I think I started playing X or Y, whatever. I just found that Fennekin was really awesome to work with, so yeah, definitely. And mako It
3: depends. If they base the starter Pokemon for this game off of the starters from the handhelds, I would go with Fennekin. If you can have whatever starter you want, as long as it's not legendary, and as long as it's not evolved, then Eevee.
1: Okay.
2: Ari? Honestly, I was going to go with an Eevee too, mostly because I have my options open with eight different evolution types, but, at, but after I take a look at all that, I'm like, fuck you, I want a Hawlucha. <laughs> it's not a starter in any of the regions. Fuck you, I want my... I want my uh, Luchador Pokemon. I'm gonna give it a nickname. Call it Sin Entrenador, which, which means without trainer. A play on Sin Cara. Uh,
1: okay. And if um and if Act Def says that's correct, we can roll with that.
2: He was blue. Now he's red. Dropping all the Pokemon on their heads. Look out! Here comes a Hollywood cha. <laughs> <laughs> And Act F
1: approves of what you said. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, but I want an Eevee.
2: Of
1: course you do.
3: And I would let it evolve on its own without stones.
2: So either Sylveon, Umbreon, Espeon, or Leafion.
3: Well, Leafion would be in certain areas
2: or regions, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So really, it's Umbreon and
2: um, Espeon or Espeon. Sylveon.
3: I thought Sylveon needed something special too.
2: No, no, no. The, the first were the only ones that specific that universally require stones. Leafion is either, you know, in a certain region. I think they said, okay, you can use a Leaf Stone on them. Uh, Glaceon is same thing. And Umbreon, Umbreon, Sylveon, and Espeon are all friendship.
3: Yeah, but, you know, Umbreon, they're, they're friendship, but it's, you know, two of them are just on based on time of day when they evolve.
2: Yeah, um, Espeon in day, Umbreon at night. Mm
3: hmm. So that's what, I'm, that's what I'm going with. Nothing special, nothing, you know, having to track anything down or go to a certain region or anything like that. If you evolve during the day, you're one. If you evolve during the night, you're one. That's it. My psychic and my dark.
2: All right. Yes. Yeah, I looked on that Bulbapedia. says, Sylveon levels up when you have a fairy-type move and two affection hearts and Pokemon and me.
3: Yeah, I would not I I would not care about any of that crap I'm just going around and beating crap up
1: Okay Speaking of beating crap up I think you kind of beat us up With what you picked for this week's uh, Strange News from Japan
3: So which one are you fighting over the, uh, the, The last one
2: I'll take it
1: You can have that I'll take the second one
3: Okay that means I get the first one Uh huh So, a Japanese man allegedly attacked a phone shop robot in a drink-fueled rage because (laughs) he was angry at customer service um, and he was arrested. So, Kichi Ishikawa, 60, was captured on security camera aiming a kick at the 120-centimeter-tall Pepper, a talking android used by mobile phone chain SoftBank to gather customer feedback. Uh, Reports suggest that uh, Ishigawa, who had been drinking, was annoyed at his treatment at the hands of a human member of staff and took his annoyance out on the automation. Pepper, a moon-faced robot on rollers that has what looks like a tablet computer attached to its plastic body, has been billed by its makers as a human companion capable of understanding language and emotion. The alleged attack last Sunday morning in a store in Kanagawa prefecture appeared to have slowed the speed of its reactions and dulled its movement, according to Spinochi, a tabloid newspaper. Uh, Kanagawa prefecture police told AFP they were investigating how much it will cost to fix the robot, which is on sale at 198,000 uh, n- 198, yen plus monthly fees. So Sounds yeah, pretty
2: costly.
1: you know what? Maybe SoftBank should put a few of them in their Sprint stores. It might help their customer service here.
2: Like someone was taking cues from that guy in Philly who beat up that hitch, the Canadian hitchhiking robot.
1: Which supposedly that was actually false. I but I don't know. It's, it's- what was false that it was beat up in the first place
2: no it was yeah. definitely beat up there are pictures of proving
1: yeah some, it was saying that, that, was, that the, the fight was staged or some shit like
2: that the fight between the drunken guy and this robot
1: no the, the, uh, the Canadian robot
3: yeah the Canadian robot in Philly was beaten up by a I don't know if it was a YouTuber or yeah or Tumblr or some one of them it was beaten up for you know their show mm-hmm. whatever it was yeah but 198,000 yen is uh, $1,646. Mm. So while expensive, you know, for a robot, not hugely, grossly expensive.
1: True. True. Alright, um, this is interesting. A foreign worker in Japan fends off an armed robber with a single word and gets no respect from the local media kind of feels like Rodney Dangerfield. No respect at all. It seems that in recent years you would find uh, non-Japanese clerks working in convenience stores. But that has been changing and in, in the increase of foreign workers coming in. Now what happened uh, about a few days ago, a 20-year-old Nepalese man was working the register at a Lawson's convenience store. At around 3 a.m., a man dressed in black with a bandana obscuring his face, came into the store, walked up to the counter, and started brandishing a box cutter. He said to him in Japanese Take the cash out the register and put it in a plastic bag. The clerk, in return, in Japanese said, asked why. That was enough for the robber to like, you know what? Um But he actually said, uh, I don't have any money. By this time, other customers had come into the store to do shopping on their own. Despite having gotten into a cordial conversation with the clerk, the man realized between the bandana and the box that it was only a matter of time until someone whipped up their cell phone and called police. So he ran off without stealing as much as a single rice ball. Huh. Um, Police are looking for the would-be robber, but the thing is that... The story, has, the story isn't even how easily the clerk defused the situation, but how it was being reported in Japan. TBS News claims that what the man said, take the cash at the register and put it in a plastic bag. The Nepalese clerk could not understand the meaning of the Japanese words being said to him. Huh. As the article says, they're not criminologists, but what seems to be a bit of a long shot. S- generally speaking, if someone that you don't understand, is a basic human instinct to respond with what or why. For that matter, there are many cultural differences between countries, certain body languages, and non-verbal communication are more or less universal. Regardless of what country you live in, smiling and waving means I'm happy to see you. Placing your hands over your groin hopping up and down means I have to pee. Covering your face with a mask and playing a blade instrument at someone means I'm robbing you, genius. So even if media outlets in Japan aren't giving the guy credit, we salute you. Hmm. It kind of falls on the lines of, I'm just doing my job. And Jesus Christ, that's a whole lot of food.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just wait for it to actually not freeze on me, and I'll uh, get to this. Here we go. So this is how a Japanese pro wrestler's breakfast looks. It's huge. You're gonna be eating bacon and eggs and sausage for breakfast. The Japanese morning meal can be refreshingly light. The drink consisting of a slice of grilled fish, small bowl of rice, miso soups, and vegetables. Japan's second the most important meal of the day will give you enough energy and nutrients to kickstart your body while leaving out excess fat and calories that can have you ready to crawl back into bed for a nap.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: In fact, pro wrestler Mambo Nak- Nakanishi's breakfast more looks more like dinner for a family of four. The New Japan in New Japan Pro Lesson, the outfit he's currently attached to, lists his height as 186 centimeters and two hundred and twelve kilograms, or 6'1 and two hundred and sixty four pounds. Top of having such a large frame, he wrestles professionally, meaning his lifestyle is one of regular and intense physical activity, and his body needs plenty of fuel. So he refers to his spread as the like the spread in his Twitter page as his monster morning, and it looks like as has uh, two giant salads, ham, sausage, kabocha, which is Japanese pumpkins, lotus fruit, a rice omelet, croquettes, multiple plates of fruit, and roughly an entire bag of bread rolls. Mm. Moss seems to be a regular ritual, too. The picture in the tweet was from September 5th, and the very next day he has a similar meal the next day. So he's pretty much Instagramming all of his meals, and, and all of his meals are the same size, aka fucking huge.
1: It reminds me of the rock, the rock when he has a cheat day. Christ Almighty!
2: Hmm. And let's see, and it and it just goes through other pictures on his Twitter account, what he's making. So uh...
3: I just find it amusing that you know the the main portion is two salads.
2: That's just one big salad in a bowl.
3: No, it, and it's it's two different salads. Like, I'm looking at one of these, and one has
2: uh, One looks like a Caesar salad and lo- with an egg on it. Mm-hmm. And the other one looks like it has corn and lotus pods, I guess? I Ooh. don't know. I know that there's... Hard to say.
3: There's broccoli... And most of it, and mixed greens, and lots of tomato. And I'm looking at one that it's like I don't know if that's noodles
2: or if it's one of them. Hmm, one of them does have udon in it,
3: yeah. And you know, five hard boiled eggs, and a plate of fruit, and his tea, and his coffee, and two different orange juices. (laughs)
2: The guy's extremely conscientious about eating his vegetables, though. And when you're eating several times more than the average person, the food pyramid scales proportionally.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely... Well, he is eating a lot. It's all healthy. Yeah. Most of it is fruits and veggies. The meats are mostly lean meats. It's a lot of, you know, nuts and stuff, too.
1: But holy crap, that's a lot of food. Oh, yeah. I think I would be... I think I'd pass out after the second salad. <laughs> At least I go down with a piece of sausage or bacon in my mouth. Like, oh, the fuck? <sighs> You know what? I, 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 I think we're done. Yeah, Okay should we wrap up yes okay good call well we hope you did enjoy tonight's show we did things a little bit differently if it works out we might stick with this format after the temporary time change let us know what you think uh, just drop us a line at podcast at anime if you like the format you don't like it suggestions to the format and other thoughts let us know what's up we are here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we keep up to date with all of our conventions that we're going to and other cool stuff, uh, photos and all that awesome stuff. Check it out there. Uh, definitely find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, and Tune In Radio. If you're not able to get to our podcast from our site, you can find us on those uh, on those aggregator. And a few of those sites do have allow you to do reviews, so we ask leave us a 5 star review if you could that would be really be awesome of you that would be swell check out our YouTube page at youtube.com slash anime session tv where we post all of our convention videos of cosplay interviews voice actor interviews interview with con goers panels masquerades all types of cool stuff definitely check it out there and you can always find us on our own individual YouTube pages uh, youtube.com slash is me ari is ari22682 and Makochan is jupe luna so definitely check those out we will bookmark our favorite uh, videos and you might find a couple of videos from us up there too twitter.com slash anime jam session. follow us on there for updates on our website what, what conventions we're going to and other cool stuff and any last minute changes um, if you want to tweet at us you can find me at twitter.com slash DJ Ron Ari is the Ari man you can find Mako Chan over at Joe Vede, a G-I-O-V-E-D-E-A facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session find us there for all of our convention updates where it comes to reviews our photos our videos everything and to every person that has liked our page thank you so much as long as you continue to like our page the articles and everything we will bring you more content that's what we're all about and that's what we want to do if you want to follow us individually on uh, Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjiranmes, or that Mess guy. Ari is at, is Ari Rockefeller, and Mako-chan is Makoto, Mako-chan Kino, or Mako-chan. Um, if you like what we do here, you should definitely check out some of the other geek-centric podcasts on this network. Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Child Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture. Um, on the live join them as they wrap up their their long continued podcast final episodes in December so definitely swing by for that Electric Sisterhood Girls Gone Wild and I have to find out if um, if Horde House is back or not I don't know um, we'll find out uh, that is it end of list um, as we said there's slight programming changes so you'll definitely find us here um, Tuesday nights at 10pm with an encore presentation Thursdays at 2 this is until November 17th and after that we'll be back at the 9.30 time format so we're going to go around the room and get last words last words mako I can't wait till this weekend
2: last words Ari fuck you I'm going back to play Destiny
1: <laughs> my last words um, dinner's in the crock pot I'm starving that is it end of list we're getting out of here. I'm Ronma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako Chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week.
2: Eyes up, bitches.
1: Night. <sighs> Say goodnight, Mako Chan. night, Mako Chan. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
2: Happen on the soft side this time.
1: Because I know what she did with Bat Duo. You know what? Just for
3: that, (laughs) fuck you and your couch.
1: (laughs) Good night, everybody.
0: This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expression on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, dammit. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!